Hello, this is Austin from the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hi, this is Pleakley from Lilo and Stitch, and when I say Pleakley, I mean the truly pathetic 59-year-old Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall, stupid head, and you're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee! Woohoo! Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of... The Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Are We podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicArWay.com is where you can find us for this episode. We asked the question Did you know this, this, in Animal Kingdom? My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment where we focus on your entertainment and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join in our discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I am very well rested. You are very well rested. Good morning to you, sir. Thank Top you. of the morning, I should say, with our proper 12. Top of the afternoon. Top of the afternoon. <laughs> Great start. Great start. That's right. How are you guys doing? Guys, doing good. Huh? We're doing well. Doing Didn't well. Didn't have the sixteen hours of sleep you did, but uh, I know. Other than that, doing great. Beautiful. I'm doing great with this proper twelve. That is the biggest bottle of it's anything a, that you've brought here, Conor McGregor. This is one of the most beautiful whiskeys I've enjoyed in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. You know, there's McCallum. I didn't know Conor McGregor was a listener. In case he is, <laughs> top of the morning to top you too, sir. I'm yeah. sorry. I, you know, love your fights. Yeah, I love. I love your beer. And your whiskey. Yes. Speaking of love. Speaking of love, we have a resident travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, the love TA, Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? Shaggy love. If you want it to be, sure. Shaggy love, shaggy love. Shaggy love makes you feel fine. (laughs) (laughs) Book it. That's right. How you doing, Lee? I'm good, man. How's it? How's it? Over there with you guys. How's the weather? How's life treating you? Weather's gorgeous. It's awesome. Great and beautiful. It's just about right, isn't it? It's just like nice and cool, but not cold yet. You don't really need a jacket. You can just sit out on the patio or back porch and just, you know, enjoy it. It's like when we're in the summer in Disneyland at night. It felt like this. It's like, this is beautiful. (laughs) I love this. The the best two weeks of the whole year. (laughs) (laughs) Nice and crisp. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, a week is ladies and gentlemen, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, we have our Amazon store set up. Uh, so all the recommendations uh, we have are on there. and We'll be constantly adding. We'll post links and promos. But we have things like books, movies, you know, of course, Coming to America is the first movie on that list. <laughs> and a bunch of other movies. We got even our recording gear. You can see the kind of stuff that we use. I'm posting that on the website. So in case you want to do your own thing and you want to get some suggestions, do that. Every purchase goes that goes to that shop will help the show. So uh, if you want to do some shopping or if there's something you want to you want to buy but you want to support us, let me know. Let us know. Show at magicguard.com and I'll put it on the list. And that way you can uh, do your part to help the show and keep this fine fine show running. But that is Amazon.com/slash/shop/slash/magicourway. So make sure you follow us so you can get updates. 
on everything that we add. We have a ton of books, we have a ton of stuff, everything. It's great. And also make sure you go to the YouTube channel and check out Cooking with Magic. That way you can bring the magic of Disney food to your house with our very own Lee, who does a lot of the cooking. And eventually, at some point, we're going to do some drinking stuff, too, uh, once we get uh, ideas for the studio set up. And then uh, that way you'll know what we're drinking here. Things like the Magical Star, the Lapu Lapu, mm -hmm. the whatever else we want to mix. And so you can get that side of the coin. So it's going to be awesome. Make sure you subscribe to us on that. But today... Uh, Mr. Cooking with Magic here is going to present us with a show called Did You Know? So I'm going to turn it over to him to give you just a little tease about what he's going to present. Lee, what's up, man? What, what are you giving the listeners now? Tease them. All right. So um, we already did a show similar to this on Epcot. Um, this is basically the second in the series, and it's going to focus on Animal Kingdom. We're going to focus on things that you might not have noticed while in the park. So did you know? Did you notice? Uh, that's the theme for this. Um, as with the previous show, we're not trying to cover every single detail in the park. Um, if so, we could just start a new podcast and just do that because it would take that long to cover everything. Well, in fairness, um, we tried to. We got three hours in and we were only done <laughs> with one land. Yeah. So we're like, no, this isn't cool, right? So wow. No, so this is, again, we just we can't give you every single little thing. So if there's something maybe that's your favorite thing that – that we left out. Um, don't take it personal. We didn't. We didn't leave it out on purpose uh, to spite you. We just didn't have time for it. So let us know what some of your favorites are if you listen to the show, and maybe we can make some footnotes on that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's the idea, man. We're gonna go through the park. We're gonna go, you know, from literally from the parking lot through the front gate, all around the park, different attractions, different uh, little things that you might have not noticed some of these details on from so the window to the wall to the walls <laughs> <laughs> go on <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome lee we're definitely looking forward to it like he said this is not comprehensive so don't crucify us if we forget something but do post us let us know what your favorite did you know thing that we didn't mention and we'll definitely look for it on our next trip for sure so guys enough of our jibber jabber let's go notice some magic in animal kingdom Weekends, ladies and gentlemen, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we are presenting a show called Did You Notice Animal Kingdom? And this is a show presented by Lee, and he's going to give us some things that uh, you should notice when you go on your next trip to Animal Kingdom. So, Lee, go ahead and take it away, sir. Take it away. All right. So, um, Disney's Animal Kingdom opened on Earth Day 1998. That's April 22nd, 1998. And um, I will tell you, like, one of the things I was so impressed with learning about the Animal Kingdom and, you know, the Imagineering and all this stuff was that, you know, if you wanted to, I guess, like, have a certain design on Main Street, you know, you just, you imagine it, you design it, you build it, you, you make it, boom, it's there. But, you know, with Animal Kingdom, it's not that simple. You've got, you know, living, breathing things in there here, and, you know, you can't just, oh, I just want to have a tree over here. Well, maybe that tree is not, you know conducive to the habitat of that particular animal so hmm. you know it wasn't just a simple you know nothing that disney does is simple but it wasn't as easy as some of these other parks you really had to you know you had to consider not just the design of the park but also you know the living breathing things that were inside the park so um so i really got a, a 
a better appreciation for the animal kingdom after doing a lot of this research. So hopefully uh, when we finish this show, you guys will have some things to go back to, look in the park, try to try to find some of these things, some of these hidden gems, so to speak. And uh, it will enhance your next vacation to Animal Kingdom. All right, so let's start in the parking lot. Um, so your journey begins before you even enter the park. Uh, there's a lot of hidden gems before you get into the actual Animal Kingdom itself, starting with the parking lot. So mm. like most parking lots, there's little div divided areas, the peacock area, the butterfly area, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But there's also a parking area called the unicorn area, which at first thought, that seems weird, right, that you'd have unicorns um, highlighted in a, a, a park about animals, actual living, breathing animals. But uh, as you leave the parking lot and you're going up towards the uh, front of the park, you will see the Animal Kingdom sign, the main sign outside the park. And on that sign, you're going to see a lot of different animals, different creatures. But right in the middle, you're going to see a dragon. Aha! Mm. A dragon. Unicorn yeah. so again, and a dragon. What is unicorn that about? And dragon. That is yeah, mythological. Right? Fanciful. <laughs> Beastly. Finally, um, there's a dragon head on one of the ticket booths. So all of these are in reference to the land that never became to be known as Beastly Kingdom. Um, this was a land with mythical creatures, um, you know, both good and evil. Um, if you want to do a little research on that, there's a lot of cool information out there. You can also listen to Magic Arway number 21, which was uh, one of the classics, uh, Kevin and Danny production. And uh, you can also listen to Magic Arway number 107, where we had uh, Imagineer Paul Tor Torgino on. And uh, you can get a, a lot more details about Beastly Kingdom. Now, as you walk towards the main entrance and the ticket booths, if you look down, you'll notice that the pavement is red and green. You might not really be able to tell from your vantage point, but the red and the green, if you look at the green and where it goes and the design of it, mm -hmm. it's the shape of a tree and limbs coming growing out of the tree. So, like, if you were to – the best way to see it is probably go, like, on Google Earth. That's what I did. And you can actually see it very clearly – there's a design. It's not just, you know, some bricks are red and some bricks, some of the concrete's red and some of the concrete's green. It's actually designed to look like a big tree with leaves and all the limbs coming out and stuff like that. That is crazy, man. My, my name is Kevin, and that's the first time I realized that. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a Disney fan, but I had no idea that was a freaking tree. Well, you, I don't, own, you don't own a helicopter. So, I mean, you know, I how should. would you know? You I know. should. I want to see things like this. Kevin Warbucks, that's you. That's right. Right on. But, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that if you didn't know to look for it or look at it or search it up, you'd never fly above it. it. Yeah. All right. But, I mean, it, it's it's just kind of one of those things that Disney does. Like, there's no – they don't have to do that. They could have just put all the red parking, you know, concrete up into the gate and, you know, you go, go on about your business. But, again, it's just one of those things that you don't notice um, while you're in the park maybe. You know what it is? It's like uh, when I was there, and before I, you gave me this fact, Lee, I, I was I always thought these are just little paths leading to the tickets or the, uh, the inspection stations and stuff. It's like, oh, this is kind yeah. of convenient. You know, they, and they shaped it. They didn't make like a straight line, so they may shaped it so it's like curving with the earth. But now that you said that, and I'm looking at the picture, I'm like, well, yeah, I totally missed that. And it does. You know, this limb goes off to this ticket booth, and that limb goes off to that ticket booth, and so on and so forth. But it's very, very much by design to look like a tree. And it's all about taking your green. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. So as we get past the ticket booths, we're going to move into the Oasis. Um, the Oasis is basically, 
you know, like your introduction into the park. It's going to prep you for your adventures and what you're about to experience in the animal kingdom. Okay? And the one thing that you may not notice is that as you're walking through the oasis uh, towards Discovery Island, you're actually walking at a slight incline. And um, that is actually by design. It's not just, you know, the way the, the, the land was built or, you know, on top of it or anything. They actually did that on purpose. Uh, they did that to accomplish two things. Uh, number one, it's going to force you to, you know, walk slower, take your time, you know, hopefully notice uh, some of the details, you know, be observant of your surroundings. Meander a bit. Yes. Yeah, meander. Just, and that's kind of, you know, really what this park is about. You're going to see more if you t- slow down and take your time, not just rushing from, you know, attraction to attraction. Hakuna Matata. But also, um, <laughs> as you exit the oasis and you are out in Discovery Island, because you've been walking at an incline, you're about 20 feet higher than when you started. Hmm. And then the walk towards the bridge descends, and you can see the Tree of Life off in the distance without any other guests blocking your view. That's really cool, man. You know, I, I, that, that was really neat. I, I never take no- took notice of the incline. But I always knew pushing up that freaking stroller. I was like, what the hell, man? Why, yeah, why is it so hard to I know to I just this? had breakfast, but damn, I'm not that tired. Why is my calves hurting? Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Man, we just got here. That's I'm very tired. Subtle. Very But it's subtle. funny, like, on the re- and when you exit, it's like it's kicking you out because you're on a downslope, right? Right. And it's like, oh, go. It's like, oh, shit. That's a very subtle design, absolutely. That is pretty cool, yeah, I dig that. All right, so now that we're in Discovery Island, um, you know, like any other park, there's a lot of great detail paid to the theme of the area, but if you look closer at Pizza Fari and Flame Tree Barbecue, you know, each one of these is decorated with animals, of course, but there's some Disney details that you might not have noticed. So at Pizza Fari, there's several rooms, and they're all decorated with different animals, but not just decorated, they actually have different themes and different collections of animals. Hmm. So, for example, um, as you enter and you're ordering your food, the food service area, those, all the animals in that area are decorative or ornamental animals, peacocks, parrots, butterflies, things of that nature. Okay. Colorful animals. Colorful, ornamental, exactly. That's all they're Showy. good for? <laughs> well, <laughs> I know peacocks will mess you up if you, they I'm you about to say, off yeah. Because yeah. you got that one at the zoo. Mm-hmm. I never yeah. had a run-in with a peacock, so I'm not sure about that. I've only I'll had a run-in at Eli's Zoo. Or if you remember listeners, Eli used to work at a zoo. Yeah. And there was always this peacock that would hang around by the seal pool, if I remember correctly. Or maybe he just got around. But every time I ran to him, it was by the con- uh, the Roman candy cart in the sea pool. And yeah, it is very colorful. So yeah, it's appropriate that he would be in this room. Mm-hmm. Or she, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's a he, because the he the, does the colors and shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, because that's the one trying to be like, hey, check me out. Who wants to get some? So they, they spread the, the feathers out. He the, was mean. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The tail. I'm sorry. They fed the tails out. So, or, And you know what? Parrots are also mean. You know, they can chop your finger off. Mm-hmm. Very uh, snippy. Uh, Very butter, snippy. Butterflies are cool. Butterflies are cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, that's really cool. I'll have to notice that. Uh, butterflies, that, that, the secret killer. It's Exactly. No, it's like this woman's like, all the animals are like, hey, man, we're cool. We're chill. You can play with us. We look good, but we will tear your head off if you mess with us, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm going to do that steak that I'm, no, pizza. I'm sorry. Pizza. There's pizza. No, there's no steak. Oh, well, you go before. in there to, to I'm going to tear that food. pizza head I off. I don't think butterflies are going to tear anybody's heads off, though. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they need more time to do it. You know, they might. Need some time to work. I know. Is, is a butterfly? Is there a kink butterfly? I don't know. Maybe that'll do it. I'm trying to stretch the meaning here, but sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. All right. So what's in the next room, uh, Lee? I'm, uh, I apologize. It's colorful. It no, is. No worries. Uh, so the next room 
is the upside down room. So these are all animals that hang upside down, like possums and bats and animals like that. Mm. And um, there's actually only one animal in this room that's not hanging upside down, and that's because it's a little blue bug that's being eaten by a bird. So he's trying to get away. He's the only one that's not upside down. Oh, uh, So what you're saying, this is the Stranger Things room, right? The mm. upside down and all right, that kind of stuff? Right, wow. yeah. the upside down. Okay. They serve waffles in this room. Oh, waffles. <laughs> waffles. This is where the demigorgons hang out at. That's yeah. right. That's cool. I never noticed that. And then the next room, um, this room has turtles, snails, kangaroos. Oh, what, so they, what do they what all have that? in common? What's the theme for that? Yeah, yeah. What's the theme for that? Turtles, snails, right. and kangaroos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli on a Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> turtles and snails, yes. for sure. That's absolutely <laughs> correct. That's uh, yes. There's nothing wrong with that. But, oh, I own that. I own that statement. I am not offended by that statement. I'm going to give you a pound for that. Dude. See, that's right. You own that. I'll shit. take that. That does describe your last three dates. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. A few of them jumped out of my life for sure. <laughs> uh, one was definitely hard to crack. And um, yeah, the other one was very slow returning my phone calls. <laughs> but you never had one shoved in your pouch like a kangaroo. No, I do not need anybody having uh, baby kangaroos in their pouch coming from me. No, I'm totally... Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, oh, you did the snip snip? He gonna have to take that kangaroo on Maury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my kangaroo, Jack. <laughs> this is not my. You high five and jumping around. So what's the what, theme? Yeah, what is like, the theme? Is it, what, what is it? So like? these are all animals that carry their own houses. Mm. The turtle has a shell. The snail has a shell. The kangaroo has a pouch that this baby lives in. So those are, they all carry around their own houses. Rinse cheap. Good deal. <laughs> yeah. God, you know, if I had a pouch, I wouldn't have to carry my baby around one of those contraptions. I could just shove it in my pouch. On, <laughs> Keep it warm. If That's you, right. If you can get a fanny pack, that would work just as well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring the fanny pack back, y'all. Let's bring it back. All right. Let's make it I'm cool. I'm bringing fanny packs. <laughs> Magic our way fanny packs. We're going to be doing that for Christmas. That's got to be good exercise to carry your house on your back wherever you go. Right. You'd have to be strong yeah. as hell. You'd never be homeless either. You think about hermit crabs. They do that all the time. That's true. That's very true. They should be in that room, man. They might they be. They might be. They might be. They might be. You got to look for them. Hey, oh, you got to notice. Listeners, okay. if you're in the parks and you notice a hermit crab in that room three, I guess, uh, with turtles, snails, and kangaroos, let us know. Show at magicalway.com. That's awesome. Is that it? Is that all the rooms? Two more rooms. Two all more right. rooms. Two okay. more rooms. We got? We go ahead. The last rooms feature nocturnal creatures. And the last room is animals that can camouflage. Oh, that, that nocturnal, I think that's Eli too, right? Yes, definitely. Nocturnal emissions, yes. <laughs> totally <laughs> so. <laughs> All about night. Yes. Okay, that sounds good. I love the nightlife. <laughs> you love to boogie? Boogie woogie. <laughs> <laughs> last room, animals that like to camouflage. Interesting. Camouflage. So like the predator. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Predators in there, right? Wow. Yes. The predators in there. <laughs> the invisible man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If not, it should be, the man. Hollow Man. Hollow <laughs> Man. You're Rambo. Right. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk Landry at night taking pillows. Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't see anything, did you? John Cena's in there. Oh, oh, no! oh there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see that. Well, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, I'm glad to see that at Pizza Far. Y'all, y'all have to check that out. That's pretty killer. Yeah, I bet you people have never even noticed that. Probably not because they're so hungry. They're so hungry. They're like, I don't see any animals. I just want to eat them. I just want my pizza. I just want to hurry up and eat this crappy Disney pizza. I know. It's like they got all these exotic animals, right? So you have you have your, your all these other choices, but the only thing you can eat is either a pig, a chicken, or a cow. 
it's do, do we think that pizza fari is like a, the worse than the, the the room service pizza we went last time and it's okay it's not bad okay, okay. i'm yeah. just curious that might be a question for another show yeah i'm not uh, a yeah. so we'll table person. that listeners you can let us know show at magicroy.com pizza fari versus room service pizza let us know what you think well, yeah, it, it's a fun game to play, though. Like when you sit there with your kids and you're sitting there eating and they're just kind of like bored. I want to go in the park. Like, look around this room. Tell me what all the animals have in common. You know, it's something like uh, we did that with uh, Sandy's kids when they were younger. That's a great idea. Did yeah. they get any of them? I want to say yes. I want to say they did get. The, I can't remember what room it was. Maybe so you, you knew about this. You say. Oh yeah, because I had the Feel God Imagineering. Oh, Imagineering <laughs> yes, Feel God, yes. which is available on our Amazon <laughs> shop. I must be clear. It is available on our Amazon shop, so you mm-hmm. can buy it from there if you want to learn about that. But yeah, that's how Danny knew about that. That's awesome. Yep. Good for them, man. It's cool. Yep. All right. Anything else with Pizza Fire? Right. Or uh, do we? No. Let's uh, let's go on to Flame Tree Barbecue. What? <laughs> Flame Tree Barbecue. Over. So uh, in Flame Tree, the ceilings, fixtures, tables, and chairs are all decorated with animals to illustrate the predator-prey relationship. So you might see ants and anteaters, snakes and mice, spiders and bugs, so on and so forth. Young men and cougars. <laughs> R. Kelly and some young girls. Uh. Michael Jackson and Macaulay Culkin. Oh, oh, man. That is, is completely dead. unsubstantiated. <laughs> is what is dead. wrong with you? Never land. Jeffrey Epstein and a lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's crazy stuff. Oh, Prince man. and... Oh, well, it's Prince. Whatever. Apollonia. Prince and Vicodin. Prince, Prince and, and Vicodin. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> matter. The dude can ball, so... Yeah. Ah. Apparently, the dude can ball. And so this even goes down <laughs> as far as the chairs and the tables. So all the chairs in the restaurant feature predator animals, and all the tables in the restaurant feature prey animals. So you're kind of like part of the circle of life when you eat there you know you are sitting in the chair you're the predator and the table you put your food on the table that's the prey so you kind of they they put you in this in this whole thing as well man i feel empowered now i want to go in there and be like i'm gonna eat you <laughs> point right at the food yeah i'm saying i am the predator in this scenario sir and the, and the prey looks at you and goes you are one ugly mother <laughs> shut your mouth <laughs> you're going down my throat <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say that's that's awesome, Lee. I, I have ne- never noticed that. Noticed that. I don't know either. Like to <laughs> me, it's this is one of those things. Like maybe you noticed it, but you didn't really comprehend what you were looking at. No, I was concentrating on the barbecue, sir. I'm sorry. I was concentrating on the barbecue yeah, and the ribs and the ribs, and it's going to be awesome. Well, you just don't think in Pizza Fari or Flame Tree Barbecue that it's just nothing but yeah. I'm in the Animal Kingdom. Things decorated by animals. You never stop to look at the relationship between the particular animals that you're seeing and not realizing that everything is done by design. But yeah, this is another one that I knew about. Yeah. And this is going to be a theme throughout the entire show. I feel is that, you know, stop to notice this mm-hmm. stuff because it's there. They took the time to do this and there's a reason for doing it. What else we got now? There's one other thing at flame true that I, to me, I thought this was just fascinating. I don't know why it's probably like one of the most boring things you can look at, but to me, you have to kind of know the backstory, so that's why I wanted to include it to let people know the backstory. But apparently, towards the back of the restaurant, there's a whole patch of bamboo outside. Now, when Disneyland first opened, the Disneyland Park, uh, there was a this patch of bamboo as well that was, you know, planted uh, there by the Imagineers and uh, Bill Evans in particular. And when the Magic Kingdom opened in 1971, they took some cuts, or I don't know how you say it like what the proper term is, but 
they took some of this bamboo, cut it down, brought it over to Magic Kingdom, and planted it there. Oh, took samples. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Like, you know, if you take a plant, you take a couple leaves off and you replant them. Mm-hmm. The cuttings, same yeah. Same thing, right? Yeah, the cuttings. So they took those cuttings, they, they put them in the Magic Kingdom when it first opened in 1971, and then they took those cuttings from those plants, and those are now over here at the Flame Tree Barbecue behind there. Uh, behind the restaurant, so that is all. Awesome. Again, you're yeah. just gonna you're gonna see some bamboo, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, there's just some bamboo," but there's actually a little backstory to it that I don't think I ever knew for sure, and I don't think the average person would know. You mean you know just by looking at it, what that where that bamboo came from? But technically, it came from, it's descended from the original bamboo that was planted in Disneyland Park, you know, uh, for their grand opening. Dude, that is awesome, man. Because yeah, I've never noticed bamboo back there. And that's even better that that bamboo has ties all the way to Disneyland, the park that, like, you know, started, started it all. all. Yeah, I didn't know that Dude, either. that is freaking awesome. Circle of life, bringing it back to you. Had I a patch on my body that we can trace back to Disneyland, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. You go see past Kevin and say, how you doing? I didn't know you was transplanted here. He's like, hey, I shave doing? all that. It's all good. <laughs> Straight down the store. Go, hey, is hey. that on Amazon store? <laughs> <laughs> is that predator or prey? Hey, look, <laughs> don't matter. Just don't bite it. Damn. <laughs> oh, but no, that's a killer fact, man. I mean, <laughs> uh, now next time, the next the podcast trip, um, we're we're gonna look for all these. Yeah, no, we're gonna reference all these shows. We're gonna look for that freaking bamboo because that's, and we're gonna take a picture of it because we went to Disneyland a year ago and that was a great trip and yeah we're, we, that's that's just awesome and it has an extra uh level to it to so now when you go in to get something to eat now we're, you know I want to see where these things are now what now yeah, I know what the theme is like are. that's the bamboo that Walt built yeah, yeah. I, I can see myself being like a dork it's like hey hey did you know this is from Disneyland yeah this is great stuff remember that time we did that episode we you should take a picture it? from this man this is killer <laughs> <laughs> take a picture where are you going where you, you know I'm serious come back here you know the history of this don't you know who i am <laughs> you don't well let me introduce myself to you, you no that's a killer fact i dig that i dig that i have a patch of bamboo that marks the, the corner of my property but it's not like that we need to get some of the bamboo and cut it and sneak it in our backpacks and take it home and plant it in our backyard you think they let us do that no i don't think they would at all <laughs> you think they'd stop like you think they have a camera on the bamboo well first you have to get through the, the entrance with a knife nah you could chew on it maybe <laughs> Get a piece of some bamboo. <laughs> you got you better than getting the knife and getting stopped. You know how Disney interrogation is. Well, that's, maybe it's better than the pizza at Pizza Fari. It might be. He takes some old ass pizza crust from Pizza Fari and just saw <laughs> <laughs> it. All right, no, no. You know what we're gonna do? Magic our way gathering with all our listeners at the bamboo patch. We'll gather to take a picture, and while we're taking a picture, somebody with the back with a knife just snip off a little snippet. Ah, Sean would bring the knife in. He would have. He'd be able to get That's away true. with that. Sean's That's right. Yeah, so I bet you he could. Yeah, he could do the it. Could do right, it. Yeah, he could do it. And then you know what? I'll, I'll grow it in my yard because I know bamboo grows in my yard. And okay. then I'll disseminate it to all the Mohicans, and we can each have a piece of Disneyland bamboo. Wow! I figured it out. You want to be part? Show magicaway.com. Auction that off. I will sell it in our Amazon store. How about that? No, screw Amazon. We're going to take all the cut. We're going to sell it in our own store. No, but Lee, that's an awesome fact, man. Yes. I, I had no idea about that bamboo. And now next time I go there, I'm going to notice yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to look for that. So let's uh, let's move on to some of the gift shops in Discovery Island. And just like Pizza Fire and Flame Tree, they've got some specific um, theming to them, which you might not notice. 
you might go in the gift shop and be like, oh, here's some stuff, blah, blah, blah. Let me get this. Let me get some Mickey ears or some zebra ears or something. But they actually have different themes to each gift shop. So Creature Comforts, uh, this features animals with spots and stripes. Zebras, tigers, bumblebees. Oh, my. Like wow. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually even a, um, a line of cheetahs on the roof, the, the ridge line of the roof. It's got cheetahs on top of the roof of the gift shop. That's where you can always find them cheetahs because they always run away from the girls right there on the roof. <laughs> Do they have any cougars? Mm. Cougars. Mm. Club 33. I'm but a young man. I would prefer a cougar. <laughs> are you a prey okay. looking for a predator? Is that what it is? I think it's the opposite way. <laughs> yeah. I want a predator. You want a cat who knows what it's doing. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's it. Yes. That's it. Cougar comfort. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I, I think Island Mercantile has beavers and camels. <laughs> Island Mercantile features migratory animals such as geese and also oh. animals that work such as camels and beavers. You better work. <laughs> work it, honey. That's right. Work. 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 Uh, right. Oh, my God. Uh, your next gift shop is... Uh, Beastly Bazaar, that centers around animals that spend time in the water. Fish, otters, even bears. Bears spend time in the water. And then the last gift shop is Disney Outfitters. Uh, This gift shop is decorated with animals that travel in herds, like elephants and rhinoceroses. That's pretty cool, man. I I had no idea those shops had like a something-something. I know. It's crazy that each, again, the animals all have a central theme. I didn't even think to notice that about them. I mean, as a Disney fan, I should have realized that they would have gone through that detail. But sure. I mean, now that you're spelling it out, Lee, it's just amazing to me. But there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, you're just kind of going in the gift shop looking for something. You're like, oh, this looks cool or whatever. You know, Uh, hey, where can I find some... uh, I need a, a statue of a zebra. I oh, know. Man, you need a- My youngest dropped an ice cream in one of those shops, and one of the cast members went and got her another ice cream and cleaned it all up. And she nice. dropped it, and she was so upset, and then the manager came over. He's like, oh, let's go get it. And then she sent over one of the employees to get another ice cream. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's nice. That was really cool. But My youngest was really upset that she dropped it oh. in the store. It was, it was, it was she mad because she lost the ice cream or because she dropped it in a nice store? No, drop the ice cream. Oh, just check the store. That kind of pisses me off. Because my daughter last night dropped her iPad and they didn't replace it with another one. <laughs> they definitely she died. Cracked the screen and don't they have a relationship, Disney and Apple? What the, what's you, going on here? You would think. Uh, we're the Magic Are We podcast. Yes, Daddy. Um, do. you should take care of Danny's daughter's iPad. Yeah. Oh, this is at Mister Vincent's last night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mr. Vincent would do that. Uh, He's Italian. Mr. Vincent was like, well, you can have this Game Boy that somebody left here. Man, you can have this Game Boy that fell off a truck. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Take that, take that, take that. You'll have, you have your seat in 10 minutes. Is, it, is a Game Boy even a thing? No. <laughs> uh, no. So yeah. switch, you get a Nintendo Switch off the truck? Yeah. I'm still trying to catch up with PSP. I don't know. Austin somewhere is laughing at us. Uh, but yeah, I'm still stuck with I, PSP. I got that PMS at home. Oh, yeah. you yeah. too! Oh, oh, look at yeah. that! Yeah, not there's anything wrong with that. No, no, it's just you're gonna be on the roof like the cheetahs. There it is. That's the tree of life. <laughs> In that show, yeah, it's tough to be one. Ooh-wee. Speaking of the tree of life, what we got, Lee? We've got tree of life, and we got tough to be a bug. All uh, both still on Discovery Island. Both of these, Danny had did a whole show on the the tough to be a bug. Uh, 
you know, 4D show and included a lot of live stuff on there. So if you want a more detailed explanation and want to get into all the ins and outs, you know, check out that show. There's a lot of good information there. But um, one thing in the lobby of the Tough to Be a Bug attraction, there's a big giant ball of dung. <laughs> what? And what? yes, dung, dung, dung. Somebody doing their job. <laughs> that must have been left after the Flame Chi barbecue visit. Exactly. Somebody had too much pizza fari that night. Just yeah, that'll do it. Pizza poop. Yeah, that'll do it. Code D. Yeah. Code D. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and if you look, there's a plaque nearby the uh, giant ball of dung, and it says, "In its most memorable role in the dung and I, this dung ball bounced off the stage and nearly brought down the house." So nothing better than a poop joke. Bringing down the house. Now, Danny went through all the uh, movie posters in his show, but there's one little extra detail that you may not notice. So, again, there's all these movie posters. They're they're the play on words. They're the puns from the actual Hollywood movies. Mm -hmm. But if you you stand next to Beauty and the Bees movie poster, listen carefully. You can actually hear the bees humming the theme song from the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They even have it on the Animal, uh, not Animal Kingdom. I think it's the official Walt Disney World album. They have that on there oh, as well. Yeah, like when the soundtrack? They get, yeah, the soundtrack. When they get to that particular section, the Animal Kingdom section, you get that whole rendition of the Beauty and the Bees. It's kind of interesting. Beauty yeah. and the Bees. Yeah, it's great. It's good stuff. Beauty and the Bees. <laughs> and then uh, for the Tree of Life, uh, again, there's all of the creatures that are carved into the Tree of Life. There's, I think there's over 325 creatures, but there's actually only one creature. You may not notice this. There's only one creature that has any color added to it, and that's the, the, uh, the chimpanzee Greybeard. It, is the name Eli? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a few years to get to that. He doesn't have much gray, man. We're way grayer than he is. No, look, black don't crack. No, <laughs> that's why I shave my That's what my and... wife tells me, black don't crack. Mm. No, only you know, and just, you've tried to crack that. Yes, it's tough, yeah. Though. <laughs> it's tough, though. I am but a humble Asian. We, we, we built to endure, we don't yeah, have I a know, choice. I yeah, know, I know, you know, can't, can't gray. You know, I'm, I'm a turn gray when I'm like about 65. Is it Wayne Gray? What is what you say? No, we ain't saying no way. Oh, 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 old bring, reference. Sorry, I'm not bad. I'm not bring bad. that that's, that's old reference. Sorry, that's an old reference. I don't do this. <laughs> I will start cracking this. <laughs> Listen to the first hundred shows of Magic Area Podcast. Oh, my. All right, good. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Lee. Also, one other little secret you may not notice is there's a secret path uh, near the entrance to Africa that will take you to the back of the Tree of Life. So if you're trying to maybe get a little shortcut, if you're in, um, if you're in Africa, you can go behind the Tree of Life. Mm. And then you can cut through that way. It's like it's literally secret. It's not even on the actual <sighs> maps of uh, the animal kingdom. Top secret. So you don't notice. You don't notice. No, you don't notice. But now you will. You will notice this. All right, so as we leave uh, Discovery Island, we're going to go clockwise around the rest of the park. The next land is Pandora, the world of Avatar. So before you enter Pandora, look for a rock formation. It's in the shape of a dragon. Again, that's another nod to Beastly Kingdom. You used to see that on the boat ride. Okay. When they had right. to go around, I don't know if yeah. they do that anymore. I think no, it's just like stopped. a character meet and greet, they right? They stopped very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they used to be able to go around and the dragon would blow fire out of the cave and you'd see the iguanodon. Oh, it, come it was on. like a, a coming attraction for Beastly Kingdom. Uh, but yeah, they killed that. 
Well, at least they keep some of it, some remnants of it alive. I mean, at least good for them in, in that, because that piece of history. Is that no good idea ever dies, right? Well, neither do unicorns and dragons, actually. That's yeah. true. All right, so if you've seen the movie Avatar, you remember that the, you know, the quote-unquote bad guys were the RDA, the Resource Development Administration. But uh, Pandora, the land of Pandora, this exists several years into the future. There's a group called Alpha Centauri. Alpha Centauri? How did you say that? Alpha, Alpha Centauri. Centauri, yeah. Centauri or Alpha Centauri? That's, yeah. that's like an homage yeah. to Horizons, I feel. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because it's all, it's all because, about Because, like, space. wasn't there, like, a... Um, yeah, it was like a Bravo Centauri right, group, it, so... Yeah, I, I hypothesized that there must have been an... an you know, uh, uh, Alpha. If yeah, it was a Bravo, mm-hmm. so maybe the yeah. Alpha preceded. Well, yeah, it, Alpha so, Centauri's. Yeah. A, yeah, that's a that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, space and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horizons. You could travel to Bravo Centauri. So I'm thinking this is the same kind of thing. But no, anyway, no. that's that's my hypothesis. Oh yeah, I, I'm about to take it out of tangent. Yeah, 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 so no, yeah. go, no, ahead. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, Alpha Centauri Expeditions or Ace. This is an eco tour group from Earth, and they are the exclusive provider of tours to Pandora. So what you'll notice. If you look carefully, is everything that refers to RDA, it's all going to be old, rusted, overrun with vegetation, et cetera, et cetera. While everything with the logo Ace is going to be shiny and new. Okay. Now, if you look, if you're in the uh, Valley of Moara, look at the moss and the trees. The moss has taken over an old RDA helicopter and basically consumed it and made it part of the jungle. Ah. Oh. I've never noticed. That. I've never noticed a helicopter. I had no, I had no idea to look. No, I need, I need to look. Well, that's the thing. Like you, the, you, you look around and you're seeing all these plants and things like that. But you, you got to slow down, and and that's when you notice all these things. It's well hidden, though. I mean, like mm-hmm. you say, it's it's the the area of Pandora is just covered. I mean, but it's like such a compact space that um, it's yeah, that's a, that's a crazy to look for. The counter service restaurant here, Satula Canteen. This was once an RDA mess hall. So if you look around the restaurant, you'll see all these photos. And if you notice, they'll show um, how the mess hall used to look before it was converted. Now, moving on to the actual attraction, Flights of Passage. Okay? As you approach the entrance to Flights of Passage, uh, just before you enter the caves, look up and to the left. If you look at the floating mountain closest to you, you'll take notice of the group of sleeping animals called sting bats. <laughs> Not to be confused with dingbats. That's right. <laughs> or dungbats. Or dungbats. That's right. <laughs> Hungbats. Hungbats. Oh, wow. Wow. How did they even get off the ground? <laughs> with that helicopter. Why <laughs> <laughs> don't work no more. <laughs> So sting bats are small aerial predators with four eyes and a highly developed navigational system. They hang upside down just like the bats on Earth. Uh, These sting bats are also the favorite snacks for the banshees. So while you're on the attraction, watch for the sting bats flying around in the background. Now once you enter the main building, look at uh, the rusty walls for the words JC Coring 08.016.54. This is a reference to James Cameron, the JC, and his birthday, August fifth, August sixteenth, nineteen fifty four. Ooh, I wonder, ah. I wonder if that's like a password for him. Oh man, you get into his accounts, man. Oh, yeah. Hackers, I know. Uh, Hackers uh, unite. There it is. Yeah. Get some of that Avatar money. They should, because those Terminator, <laughs> those last two Terminator movies was terrible. Should oh, get my man. money back from that. 
Yeah, just hack them for twelve dollars. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you go small. You hack small. Don't go for the big stuff because then they know this. Yes, how you get caught? Exactly. Right. Try to help you. All right. When you uh, move into the science lab, this is the uh, this is the room with the full size avatar in there. Look for different books laying around uh, the lab there. There's one book that's written by Dr. Jacqueline Ogden, uh, who you will have met in the pre-show. Uh, Dr. Ogden is the foremost expert on the Banshee. There's also several books written by Jane Goodall. And then uh, finally, there's one book that's a little bit harder to find that it's uh, written about Pandoran botany. This book is written by Dr. Grace Augustine. Dr. Augustine is played by Sigourney Weaver in the movie Avatar. Mm-hmm. There's actually a line in the movie that says... She practically wrote the book on Pandoran botany, but I guess she literally wrote it because it's right there in the uh, in the lab. Oh wow! wow. And yeah. she's also in the great movie, right? Nice. Or was or what? <laughs> that is true. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice callback to the movie there. Very nice. Yes, yeah. botany. So yeah, I might actually have to go back and watch the movie to catch all these references. I've never seen it. All right. So as you exit the uh, the attraction, look for three handprints and red paint. Next to each are a set of initials, J.C., J.L., and J.R. J.C., again, being James Cameron, who uh, directed Avatar. J.L. being John Landau, who, pro- who produced Avatar. And J.R. being the Imagineer Joe Rohde. Now, of all those... Who shot J.R.? <laughs> <laughs> who shot him in his ear? <sighs> That's right. In his ear. <laughs> of all those handprints, only one of them is left-handed. Who do you think that belongs to? I'm going to say Cameron. What do you say, Kev? Wait, was it you JC? Agree? James Cameron, John Landau, and Joe Rohde. Who? Which of those is left-handed? Left-handed. I'll go for Rohde because he's most creative. Yeah, I'll say Jan Landau point, just yeah. so we can cover all our yeah, bases. I'll, yeah, cover I'll all be- your bases. Yes. <laughs> it's Joe Rohde. He's, oh, uh, he's actually nicely left. done, oh. sir. Nicely done. Only because so I'm left-handed. Uh, Joe Rohde yeah. will frequent the left-handed store in Disney Springs, mm-hmm. I, I imagine. Yeah, he's, he's quite a creative uh Genius, if you will, a little, little eccentric, but uh, you know, very good literary writer. I read some of his stuff, so yeah, that's why I was going left-handed. Let's round out uh, Pandora with uh, Navi River Journey. So as you're on the uh, the river journey there, and you you see the Navi Shaman of Songs, right above him, there's a circular ring um, that's there for just in case there's a malfunction. That ring leads up to a hidden scrim that can be rolled down to hide the. Uh, AA figure and an image of the shaman can be projected onto the screen. Ah, very smart. Nice yeah. Thankfully, I have never seen that, that, that it projected image. It's always been the actual AA image. Uh, actually shaman. worked. Yeah, it actually worked, which looks incredible, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's one of the most advanced, if not the most advanced, rightly, um, uh, animatronic on property, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it used to be the uh, the big bug in uh, Tough to Be a Bug, but I guess they topped it with this uh, Navi Shaman. They did. That's like the big thing of that short little ride. Yeah. I mean, that's the highlight. Yeah. It's a short ride. I, I'll I'll give them that. But it's yeah. there's a lot to take in. I'll, I'll you know uh, my kids loved it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Shaman. Uh, yeah. Shaman. I think it's always been full every time we've gone. Don't squeeze the shaman. All right. You guys want to move on to Africa? Yes, yeah, so let's move on to Africa. Do you oh, wanna, no. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna, I didn't say you want to go back to Africa. I said, I want to go to my homeland and see how things have changed since I left it. <laughs> I mean, wait, 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 time out. You saw Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, they got some sisters there, you know. 
Yeah, it is very. They, they you look. Know? Uh, they look pretty good. Yeah, you know, it depends on what what region you go to. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's I'm, go back to Africa. I'm saying <laughs> it, the accents are accents are cool. Like you know, I you know what my guy very polite, polite group. You know, then they come here in America, they exchange on them, but. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going back. Go home for a little bit. But well, maybe we do that for the next podcast trip. Go to Africa? We go to Africa. <laughs> right. <laughs> Screw Kilimanjaro Safari. Let's just go to real We're thing. doing the real safari. Like you cut a bamboo plant out of there and what's happening? That's right. We'll bring it back to the Magic Always Studios. <sighs> Thought you were predators. Wait till we show up. So we would go to Africa, not Harambe, like you know, like you want to go to the real Africa. I want to go to real Africa. Real he Africa. said real Africa. All right. See how the scissors do real Africa. See how things gone we, down. We can take a dip to South Africa just to see the point. No, I'm good. But we, no, no, I'm no, totally. They had this apartheid thing. I yeah. don't know if you heard about it, but they did. And right. that, thanks to Nelson, I think things are cool. Are you gonna like take me somewhere? Like let my hair be like bleach blonde or something? I'm, and I'm gonna. No, I'm not change. gonna do that. I'm, I'm gonna say I don't know about how that. We're South gonna Africa we're gonna avoid the pirates. I can tell you that. That's the least of my worries going yes. to South Africa. Have you seen Lethal Weapon 2? Yeah, I did. All right. Just Free South you. Africa, you dumb <laughs> son of a bitch. You dumb son of a bitch. But wait, if I go there, dip, my diplomatic immunity might be revoked. Well, oh. this. Oh. oh you, you so I got to be careful. Diplomatic yeah. immunity. But anyway, sorry, Lee. Let's go to Africa. Maybe we'll take a podcast trip there one day. Who knows? Maybe so. I, mm-hmm. so. I mean, they got a universal right. in Dubai. Oh, wow. They do. Cool. They do. They do. They do. You know, you know what the difference between uh, Dubai and Abu Dhabi is? A lot more letters. Well, no, Dubai doesn't like the Flintstones, but Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Too safe, Kevin. I thought. <laughs> Touche. I'm sorry. Kevin, Kevin, you got me. I totally thought I was going some weird fact. And boy, you got me. Give me the bubblegum rapper you got that joke off of. Laffy Daffy, thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Abba Dabba Do. How do you do? Abba Dabba Do. <laughs> All right, man. sorry. So, Lee, take us uh, to that's Africa. Okay. That's okay. That that was worth the pass. <laughs> take take us to Zamunda. This is the land of Akim. He's gonna find a queen and with queens. That's right. Ooh, Babar. This is this is this is the good stuff right here. All right, let's do it. All right. So, um, as you move into Africa, you're gonna be in the village of Harambe, and then Swahili Harambe means let's pull together or working together. <laughs> that's what I've been saying. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Harambe. That's Let's awesome. pull together and be, be all right. right. Now, here's one thing you might not have noticed, but the actual <laughs> plants and flowers in Harambe, <sighs> they don't grow wild. They're all in planters, and they're all, you know, you know, it's done purposefully. It looks like it's civilization. It's not just plants and flowers growing everywhere. They actually have them in planters or, you know, behind a wall, just very clean and organized like you would if you were, you know, in your neighborhood, so to speak. Um, Harambe is actually set in the time of post-British rule. So as you walk through the streets of Harambe, look for these large white bricks that are embedded in the ground. <laughs> these are the, uh, no, not those kind of bricks. Oh, <laughs> those, those, wow. that's, the, that's the ancient civilization of Colombia. These are actually the extinct walls of a British fortress. So, you know, as the settlers took over, as the, as the British moved out, 
they took over and then the fortresses were destroyed and then those are the remnants of that of that British fortress. So what you're saying is they broke down Benny Hill. Totally get you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome because I, I never knew that. I never, I never, I never knew that about that, that freaking thing about the British fortress. That's that's. I so, yeah, have I mean, no idea. That's like intense. Some, some white, you know, some white blocks sitting in the middle of the road. They actually have meaning. They, they, there's a backstory to that. Now, the uh, restaurant in Africa, Tusker House. Um, if you go towards the back of the restaurant, you're going to see an upstairs apartment. So you want to listen carefully because you can hear noises coming from the apartment. You can hear like the dishes oh, being washed. Yeah. Glass breaking, um, you know, someone sweeping up the glass, all different kinds of noises that you can hear coming from the apartment. So there was basically a domestic disturbance. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. What the cops called hear. while the glass was breaking. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> what you going to do when your wife tried to kill you? Now, uh, Kilimanjaro Safari is the next attraction we come across. And as you're walking towards Kilimanjaro Safaris, keep your eyes posted for a sign on the wall that says J-O-R-O-D-I, which, of course, is a reference to uh, Joe Rody. Joe Rody! Not yes. to be confused with Jodeci, is Joe Rody. Mm-hmm. That's right. Or ja Rule. Or Ja Rule, yeah. yeah. Or J-Lo, baby. Uh, there's actually a lot of different posters you'll notice on the wall, all with references to Imagineers, um, including this one that says, Mr. M. Kiatawenzi has moved the place of business. And that's actually in a reference to an Imagineer that quit during the project. So they're like, oh, you want to leave? All right, we got you. So they put a little, uh, you know, little reference to him up on the up on the wall as well. Oh, that's the I that did not know cool. that. I didn't know that either. That's but awesome. he's even though he left, he's still memorialized through that. That's thing. true. Mm. That's he's memorialized for quitting, but I'm yeah, gonna say still. that's like sticking it to him. Do we know nice why way. he quit? Or I don't have any backstory to that. I just I just found it interesting that they, you know, wanted to Posted about he thought the project was too wild. Let's try and get him on the show. He didn't like Joe Rody's earrings or something. Oh, well, he didn't like his lobes. He probably want to have to smell all that steak like they made him do for that tough to be a bug exhibit. So he's like, I quit. I ain't smelling no ass no more. (laughs) 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 Now, uh, on the uh, Kilimanjaro Safari attraction at the beginning of the ride you'll notice that the there's a there's a lot of vehicle tracks that you'll see filled with water and those are actually designed that way on purpose to keep the water that's on the trail from bleeding into the water that the animals have access to uh so keep the uh the show water separate from the uh, animal water oh that's so right. that would because that killer right it's got like chlorine and all yeah, kind of crazy stuff all kinds of nasty. well probably has all kinds of you know mold and whatever i don't know it's not human good. stuff yeah oh i yuckiness. thought i thought they would say like they were trying to they had like the chemicals in it to kind of keep it one kind of way but okay i mean it's not like the animals didn't live in an environment suitable to them that they probably drink way worse than that i mean you know yeah maybe so my dog eats a bunch of shit, so like there i don't it know is. you know like i don't the, my kids are always like oh don't feed him matter i'm like dude he eats poop like <laughs> That's you know, true. I don't know what to tell okay, you? Well, you know? I mean, you figure yeah, probably be okay. We like as humans, we we like you know we'll have compassion for animals. Like, oh, they don't do anything. But the animals, they're built to survive in whatever environment, and this might be a case of whatever water they drink. Like, say in their natural environment, probably drink way worse than that. Probably have other animals crapping in the water that they drinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I but feel like they, we, that's what they did. They, Trying to learn too much. <laughs> too much National Geographic. <laughs> yeah. We might be digging a little too deep. Well, at least it's within the topic. About it too hard. No, yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. And then lastly, um, as you're passing through the Flamingo area, if you take a look at the island in the middle of the pond, it's actually shaped like a Mickey head. 
Oh, oh no! You know, I never noticed that. Me either. And a, a million really? times, okay, cool. I, you've noticed that on the ride. I've never noticed that. I never. Noticed I, you the know, like it. I say, like it stood out, but I've heard that before. You know, like it's one of those things. It's like one of those famous Mickey heads that are out there. So, do we need to be overhead to see that one? Like the like the no, tree. You should be able to tell. Okay. Yeah, you should be able to notice it. I need to borrow that helicopter. So. Mm. <laughs> we take the helicopter to Africa. There it is. But. Uh, <laughs> All right, and then um, as you're leaving Kilimanjaro <laughs> Safaris, you'll be close to the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail, and near the entrance there, there's a uh, trolley with a crate, and on the crate, there's a stamp that says ZU-2298, which, again, is another nod to the opening date, April 22nd, 1998. They sure had a lot of nods to the opening date. Like, I'm, you know, that's pretty cool, yeah, like, okay, there's no yeah. doubt. But they definitely want to let you know. Yeah, that's a hard, you know, that's a that's a lot of work to, to have done and to, you know, su- succeed on. And I'm sure they were just like, hey, look, look at us. Look at what we made, because there's nothing like this, you know, anywhere at the time, especially for such a unique sure. movie property. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I think it's interesting, though, that it says ZU. To me, that's ZU 2298, but the whole thing is it's not a zoo. Uh, not a zoo. Not a zoo. No, no, no. So let's move out of Africa. We're going to go into Asia now. And uh, as you're walking through Asia, you're going to see a lot of scarves and flags uh, hanging through trees and things like that. You might not know mm-hmm. what that represents. So throughout the city, these are prayer flags. And these flags are said to allow the wind to carry your prayers throughout the world. You'll also see scarves placed in trees, and those are memories of loved ones who have passed on. See, that's kind of cool because I've noticed those, but I never knew what the heck they were. I just thought it was just cool decorations. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah, that's a yeah. definitely a, a hidden gem because you have no idea what those are about. Now, as, you, um, as you're walking through Asia or you're walking into Asia, just across from Expedition Everest, the, uh, the locals of Anandapur have created a shrine to the Yeti and left offerings. Oh. Uh, oh. This, place is, uh, yeah, this place is often used as a photo spot for Disney PhotoPass photographers. But pay close attention. You might not notice the shape of the shrine. And if you just move exactly correctly, the shape – lines up with the mountains behind it. Yeah, it's like a regular photo pass, but we've gotten our picture taken there many a time. It, it, yeah, it lines up greatly. Now, uh, the first attraction you'll come across is Kali River Rapids. Um, while you're on the attraction, look for the rock in the waterfall that's in the shape of a lion. What's also cool, a little detail you might not have noticed, that all of the uh, ride vehicles have uh, names on them. So they're like little catchy names, like Himalayan Hummer, Manasa Slammer, Banyan Bay, Cali Bumper Car, Sherpa Surfer, my favorite, Cat Manduzi. Cat <laughs> Manduzi. Go with me, or are these like, like sexual references? Like, I got a Himalayan Hummer from this hooker last night. <laughs> <laughs> I got this bump. I can't get it off. You know, I tried the Sherpa <laughs> Surfer, but I, my sciatic took out or fell out. I think a Himalayan Hummer is when you get a job by the freezer with the door open. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because a Cali bumper car it was like me and two other guys. I don't, oh. know, I don't know what that was about. That was kind of weird. I was a little scared. Yeah, a little bit too much. Yeah, I felt a little intimidated. Oh, my. Yes. The Man of Sleuth oh. Slammer. Oh, wow. The I've Man of who? The Man of Sleuth Slammer. Oh, you that. thought it was saying the Man of Steel Slammer? No, no. that sounds like a good drink, actually. Well, I, I think that's like something that you do in the pen for, you know, cigarettes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or extra time off. It will put right. you in solitary, though. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. The yes. things you do for Prudo. Uh, yes. I love it. No, that was good. You know, you know I never knew about the, the waterfall shape of a lion, the rock. Mm. 
I had no idea. And, you know I mean? I, and then you know, and like Kylie River Rapids is uh is that's pretty surreal. I remember a while back I, I did like this weird tangent show. It was talking about how like, you know, they, they named everything from where the area was and like how they tried to pull everything from the river and you know, they really were uh very serious about the authenticity of that ride and trying to bring that piece of culture forward in that. And making it fun as well. Absolutely. It's my dad's favorite ride. He's <laughs> is it? He gave it a standing ovation. <laughs> yes, I think, he did. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I know he listens to the show. So from the stories, I, I can tell he gave yeah. it a standing ovation just before the drop, if I remember. He was fish on Moo before there was a fish on Moo. There, he established the standard. That's one of our few bonded moments uh, on that ride where I was like, you know, remember that time we both almost died? Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please sit down. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm done. Wait, wait, you took the seatbelt off of both of us. To protect and to serve my ass. <laughs> what did I do? I'm sorry, I forgot to put on deodorant. That's old. <laughs> no, because you do get soaked in that freaking ride. You do. That it's almost a, yes. ruins your day. And he was scared. He did not want, he did not want that. Him. I don't blame him. All right, Expedition Everest. Yes. Um, so throughout the whole uh, land, throughout the whole park, you, you probably notice all these little tracks in the streets. Uh, from different animals, carts, bicycles, all this stuff. But as you get near the mountain, you will see only human and hoof prints. So that's something you might not have noticed, that there's only two sets of prints as you get near Expedition Everest. The reason for this is because now you've ascended to the base of the Forbidden Mountain, and this area is only accessible by foot or by hoofed animals. Ah. So why is the mountain forbidden? Is a laban is a lambada 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 do 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 yeah, you know what? They have a real cool queue. I always like going through Expedition Everest's queue. It's, it's neat. It's yeah. very detailed. Yeah, and I always what don't they have like I always what if they had like missing posters like you see on a milk cart of, of certain Maybe. like uh travelers that never made it because of said yet. Oh, I, that would be good. I can tell mm-hmm. you this. I once went through the 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 single the single rider line for that, and I felt like I missed like a whole thing. Me too. I did it was that so once. quick. I was like you know, I don't, I like this because it's quick, but I'm missing so much. Same here. I did you know? that one time. I, I did the single ride a lot. And yeah, it was just like all the experience, met somebody I didn't know, and then poof, ride was over. Kind of like a Saturday night two years ago. That'd be funny if they had like a shirt, a picture of a Sherpa, and then underneath like the name, like, where he go? Where he at? <laughs> where he at? <laughs> Last yeah. scene, the next Yeah, like. Put it on a goat milk carton. A goat milk carton? Uh Kind of like the uh, the ha- uh, with the tombstones in the haunted mansion. Yes, yes, because yeah. it's a very it's a very detailed cue before you even get to the ride. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. The whole overall look of it make you feel like you're the golden child. You remember when we had to go oh, ahead yeah. and hunt the knife? Mm-hmm. I, I want the fast pass, uh, please. I like the yeti. You know, Lee, it's funny though because I've never noticed the tracks on the street. I knew the track the road was kind of bumpy, but I didn't realize there were animals or humans or carts or bicycles. Oh my. Yeah, I didn't know about that. That's kind of cool. It, it insinuates yeah. like mud, dirty roads, dirt roads kind of stuff. Mm. High altitude. All right. Also, you may notice there's uh, little piles of wood on top of the village houses. Um, so if you think about this, it's very hard to get wood 
this high in the mountains. You know, <laughs> oh, come on, Lee. Now you're just setting us up. Did you read something? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did Kevin put that in How there? Wait, what? It's hard to get wood this high. It's come high on. You're screwing with the dock again, right? The blood don't circulate enough when it's that high because the altitude. Uh, I can't. You got to get wood before you go up that high. Okay, That's listeners, if occasionally you hear us laughing in the background, it's because Lee's put together his, his show doc that has all of his information. You break We're a K-Fade. You break I, a K-Fade, baby. I'm, I'm breaking the fourth wall. But Kevin is uh, changing the name. And I've traditionally done this with every Lee show, and I, I do admit this, and I apologize. This is a problem. <laughs> yes. Hi, my name is Kevin, and I change Lee's docs. As you Hi, Kevin. To see if I can mess him up like Anchorman. Yes, <laughs> but him Lee being a pro, he sticks to his script and he's good. He never messes up. But Eli yeah. and I, who are following along with us, will occasionally oh. crack up. And I, I might or might not have joined in every once in a while, but I'd rather just put it on Kevin. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's fine. I take full responsibility. I have, I am just merely a, a watcher of this one, and uh, I am merely an observer. Merely observer. But I'm crying. So all that is to say that he didn't even change this, but you guys thought he did because. It's so funny. It just sounds well, like, yeah, it just, you said wood. I, you, you I said, never noticed that, though. I, I'll be honest. I never noticed, like, wood on top of the houses. Because I'm reading the yeah. doc, and it says, if you notice piles of wood on top of village houses, realize that the penis is, oh, wait, no. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah. you're, but it doesn't say anything about the wood getting so high. Like, yeah, whatever it, Lee you said. You don't get don't, wood. Yeah, you don't get wood. Uh, so, so, yeah, that, that. <laughs> so that's what Kevin does, just to give you all an idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listen to my shows and wonder why they're so terrible. This is I, just, okay. I just, I mean, there's so many, if there was an outtake show where we could just say what some of the stuff was, because there was something you posted that I didn't want to say outside. It, it reads the, like uh, Mad Libs. Oh, yes. my God. Okay, so, all right, all right, so, back so that wasn't a Kevin line. So the so wood got high. What, what are you talking about with the wood? It's hard to get yes, wood. Yeah, so hard to get wood you know that high up in the mountains and of course you need it to cook and for heat so if you notice the more wood that's on the top of the the, the house that family has you know they're more wealthy basically. Ah, i had no idea i just thought that made they were in better shape so the more wood you got the more yes. wealthy and prosperous you are well I, i'm poor as shit then. <laughs> is your house made of wood oh no wood, that no wood. wood i'm sorry oh okay i was <laughs> I was trying to stick with the topic, but I hear you. I hear you. You're going to come back from that, though. You a survivor. You, you feel me? Yeah, you a survivor. You feel You're me, not going to give up. You feel me? You're going to keep working. You know why you You're going to get harder. Me? You know why you don't feel me? Because you would ate up. I'm Asian. <laughs> oh. well, yeah, yeah, that's at a point. But yet I feel, <laughs> I feel your philosophy because you are. Do a hockey. Yeah. You'll be fine. Ha! There it right. is. Who you are. Go ahead, Lee. So uh, when approaching the queue area, you might notice these hand-carved totems. These are actually carved by Nepalese wood carvers. So these are actual carvings done by true people, not just like in some factory somewhere. Viva Nepal! Viva Nepal! It was you, the, the craftness. Yeah, you just smiling. Yeah, just, you like to craft and I can see it in the way that you craft and the you, wood. You smile, but you don't even know why you smile. <laughs> That's right. But do you know the name of the uh, the artist that carved these? What's the name of the artist that carved these? My sweet brother Dumpsy. <laughs> Sweet Wait, brother, say that again. What? Sweet brother, Sweet brother Noomsi. Oh, Noomsi. Oh, oh, Golden uh, Child reference. Yeah, okay, Golden Child. Ah. Yes, that is Golden Child is also on our Amazon shop list. Beautiful yes. movie. Beautiful movie. If you want to buy it, you're more than welcome to. Yes, Mister Arnold. 
Before loading into the line, be sure that all your travelers are tall enough for this adventure. Younger guests must be at least one Yeti foot tall. And there's a specially themed giant wooden Yeti foot, which you can measure. Ah. It's, kind of, it's, it's a nice little thing. It's like, oh, that's how big a, a Yeti foot is. Mm. So, yeah, they're yeti. actually safer, though, to, to be like one Yeti foot tall, because, I mean, that ride shakes the hell out of you when you're a real tall person. I mean, at least they're closer to the, you know, to the ground. They got a chance. I remember uh, going to this NBA thing. They had like Shaquille O'Neal's foot, like, you know, <laughs> like, like this shoe size and like, you got to see his foot. You know what size he wears? What? 22 wide. So I only know that because we used to sell Rockport shoes, and there was one shoe they gave us for display that was Shaquille O'Neal's size. It was uh-huh. 22 wide. It's a huge-ass shoe. Well, whose foot's bigger, the Yeti or Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> it's, it's a close call. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the Yeti West shoes? I haven't, I haven't even seen the Yeti move. I, don't I was going to say, like, you know, I see Disco Yeti. I don't know what Only when he balls, I think. When he balls, <laughs> he throws the basketball, he's a man. So let's uh, move on to the next land, Dino Land USA. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, the best land of all. Save the best for last. Um, <laughs> since we'll be leaving Asia, the first area you'll come across is Chester and Hester's Dinorama. Ah! Uh, look for this road sign, Route 498, which is, once again... In uh, reference to the park opening date, April 1998. Ah, you brought it all Earth back Day. to the beginning. Right. Bam. It's, gotcha. it's funny. I've seen that route sign. I had no idea. I never put it together. Well, you know, it's the whole theme of Route 66 and, you know, stuff like that. But it's Route 498. Yeah, 498. That, that's, uh, that's awesome. Now, you uh, will pass under that large dinosaur uh, at the beginning of the park. And I, believe it or not, it actually has a name, Cementosaurus. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. So, despite what you may have read elsewhere, that is the true name, Cementosaurus. Cementosaurus, that is awesome. I had no idea that thing was a name, and I've walked underneath it numerous times. Now, you also want to check out Chester and Hester's Dino Treasures, which is a gas station that was being converted to a gift shop. This is basically like the ultimate homage to the tourist traps you might find on iDrive and places like that. So, like Bucky's. Um, not Bucky's. Bucky's is not a tourist trap. Don't disparage the name of Bucky's. Please. Oh shit! Oh wow! Oh. Well, wait. That technically, according to this, Man, it's a gas station. Don't you dare talk about I was gonna about say Bucky's. it's a gas station at a gift shop. Is, is that not what Bucky's I is? I saw Bucky's live. I, I can buy good yeah. wine at Bucky's. You can buy wood at Bucky's. You can buy barbecue sandwiches. You can buy, at you can I can buy, buy burritos. Cookbooks at Bucky's. I can buy a stuffed Bucky at Bucky's. I am drinking out of a Bucky's. Exactly. He bought a mug from Bucky's. Therefore, Bucky's is a gift shop as compared to Chester and Hester's Dino Treasure. I can buy truck parts at Bucky's. I think what Lee is trying to say is there's a difference between a gift shop and a tourist trap. Is that what you're trying to say, Lee? That is exactly right. Now, I'm not saying that he's correct. I'm just saying that, that I think that is his. I'm just, okay, because I took the definition of what he had here for Chester and Hester, and then I was trying to, you know, say, hey, look, I, I, I see you. This, I thought that was a, a connection, but I did not realize well, it would and, cause and such you know, a. And for the truckers out there, there's a difference between Chester and Hester's and a truck stop tramp. But it's not a tourist trap. It's not a tourist trap. Yeah, okay. you, don't, you don't want to get those lot lizards. I'm sorry. You don't want that. You don't want the tourist stamp. 
Oh, the, by the tramp yeah, stamp. Yeah, any listen, I know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. I just, I well, thought. He got mad at you. I, look, I, I, I went and <laughs> visited your place. I always defend the name of Bucky. You have, <laughs> and there's totally a show about you doing that. You might as well have called like, his wife a <laughs> because <laughs> he came at you. What you say about tourist trap Bucky? <laughs> you. What you talking about? Bucky's is a good place. I host this show, you punk bastard. Ain't nothing wrong with no Bucky's being a tourist trap. For the record, I frequent the Bucky's at the exit at the Baldwin Beach Express in okay. Alabama. Would yes. that be the Stephen Baldwin Express? That was the Stephen Baldwin Express, <laughs> which you can see with Interstate. It's uh, the first Bucky's outside of the state of Texas. Ah, that's right. Yeah. And you that's did not feel that was a tourist trap, right? No, I, I wanted to go there. Okay, no, I tra- it didn't trap me. I trapped it. <laughs> you stay that you predator, you. So, all right, we are currently in Chester and Hester's Dino Treasures. Now, as you wander, as you wander through the gift shop, taking in all the details, keep an eye out for a framed picture of the owners. Uh, now, when they say that married couples begin to resemble each other, this might be what they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So the two people. So that's those two people. That's not Photoshop. That's not somebody taking the husband's face and putting it on the wife's body. Oh, that's yeah. That's the joke. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say they do kind of look they look exactly the same because technically it's the same person with the wig on and a dress. Well, which so. what's what is what? All right. So what's the wife? Is the wife is the wife Hester? Because I'm scared now. Because I'm like, see, that's a that's a terrible that's a terrible tourist trap. I won't Maybe go there with a lot incest. of self love there. All right. So let's move on to Restaurantosaurus. You could really have like almost a whole show on all the hidden gems and inside jokes in this restaurant, but I'm going to give you two of my favorites. Okay? Wait, 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 why is why is there a lot of hidden jokes in Restaurantosaurus? This is basically where the grad students, the grad students this is their, yeah, yeah, their, their area to hang out in. So they you know they're they're young and cool and like to have fun and college kids. Lot, so. Yeah, exactly. They want they want to mess around with stuff, so they're going to do this. The type of kids you counsel, Cap. Exactly. No, yeah. Wow, cheering. Well, actually, I do undergrads. One of my favorite sections in this uh, in restaurant source is called the hip joint. Now, there's an Airstream trailer that's been incorporated into this room. Uh-oh. That Airstream trailer <laughs> actually belonged to the grandmother of one of the Imagineers. I've never noticed that because Airstreams, Airstreams are not cheap. Those are expensive. and they're, But they're nice, but they're expensive. I had no idea that was an actual Airstream trailer. That, that I've never noticed that. I, noticed. I didn't either. Yeah. That, that is awesome. Did he say uh, what was the Imagineer whose grandma it was? Uh, I didn't find that information. Uh, maybe he's trying to remain anonymous, like his, he had to kick his grandmother out of the trailer or something. I don't know. Get out the trailer, Grandma! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need this. But uh, no, I don't know who, which Imagineer it was. But um, So before you get into the room, there's a bookshelf that has different books on there, and they have these uh, definitely uh, you know appropriate titles, that uh, something that would go along with Animal Kingdom. So the first one is uh, Skeleton Crew by Stephen King. Nice. Touch earth by david luban <laughs> stone deep by davy wilts nice. and the last one left by john mcdonald ah also inside the room there's a jukebox same thing here you're going to find some you know interesting musical selections end of the world by skeeter davis mm-hmm. great balls of fire by jerry lee lewis all dug up by elvis presley i am a rock simon and garfunkel nice still haven't found what i'm looking for you too 
all those years ago, George Harrison. Nice. I love that U2 song. That, that is a awesome. Song. Oh, man. I never noticed that, Lee. That, that All of that is... That, that, that escaped me. I, I've never walked in... I've never... Have you all eaten there? I've never I, eaten there. I have eaten there. I've absolutely... I remember going there. It's like six in the morning or whatever one time for uh, Donald's breakfast with the, at the restaurant. No, store. Yeah, okay. Right, right. We, we had to get the, the a meal with Donald because... Um, Donald is not an easy one to find at these characters. Right, you're right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, Donald right. is rough. That, that was the one that we could get was the the Restaurantosaurus one. So that that was cool. All those years ago, incidentally, was George Harrison's love letter back to the Beatles. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, no and it references you know John Lennon getting shot and all this and, and all that stuff like that. So and I believe if I'm not unless I'm mistaken that Paul and Ringo played on it. Oh man, we will cheer down. Oh, that's awesome. It, it really is an important song. All right, so let's move to Dinosaur. And there's a couple of cool things you want to look for here. Uh, number one, the guide for your adventure is Dr. Seeker. His actual full name is Dr. Grant Seeker. So, you know, a little play on words. He seeks grants, he's a doctor, things like that. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. It's tough to do science. Absolutely. It's tough to be a yes. seeker, it's tough to be a grant seeker. Eli's a grant um, seeker. I have. I have sought many grants, and that's how I was able to keep Ivory Comics going to this point. Is that her name? (laughs) (laughs) Who gave me the money? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I need a grant. There you go. You got to be a predator to get that prey. You got to pray for it, too. All right. So when you enter the vehicle loading area, look for two things. Uh, Number one, the ride vehicles all are called CTX Time Rovers. That's right. This is a reference to the original attraction, Countdown to Extinction. Yes. Yes, the original ride was changed to Dinosaur when the movie came to theaters. Isn't CTX like a railroad? No, no, CTX. No, no, I think that's George Lucas's uh, production company. Oh. Uh, no, you think of THX. Oh, no, shit. I think oh, well. CTX is No, like- look, I love Countdown to Extinction. I love that ride. I like Countdown to Extinction, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's one of my favorite rides. I love that ride. In CTX, I'm glad they kept it on those ride vehicles because it's just like an homage. Yeah. I yep. had a friend that worked. <laughs> I had a friend. Look, I had a friend that used to work the boneyard. I have a friend. I was in the homage de trois with him. Look, I'm sorry. Her. I'm drinking proper 12. I had a friend that, <laughs> that that would sneak us in through into. This is bigger than 12. The pre-show. No, it's 48. Okay. Oh. And, I, you know, I wrote that so many times I, when it was still Countdown to Extinction. Okay. And I loved it. She worked the boneyard and she snuck us in. It was the greatest thing. Uh, man, I love that ride. Are you sure you're not reading the altered document? No, no, I'm not reading the altered okay. document. CTX. Yeah, we had altered states for sure. Countdown to Extinction. She worked It's the one bone. of my favorite rides. Do you have a particular favorite uh part of the ride that you yeah what is your favorite no, you part know, of that? you know what this is funny I oh, mean, Kevin just this. adjusted his glasses I do I did I adjusted it because this is serious because at one time oh this part is serious <laughs> <laughs> finally <laughs> go ahead get go serious ahead. yes I'm getting serious uh, so this one time you know, look look the transition from when you go to the present to the past used to be filled with smoke and you couldn't tell that was happening and um, I don't know what they did recently, but when you go to the past, it's hard to tell that you're going to the past because there's not enough smoke. There's not enough light happening. It used to be a big transition where you're like, oh, my God, what the heck's going on? I'm disoriented. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, that transition where the vehicle kind of limps to and fro wow. and you go up the incline, mm-hmm. there's not as much smoke. 
and there's not as much um, flashing lights. So it's a little different. It's not, it doesn't convince you that you went back in time. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when she used to sneak us into that ride, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was like, oh, my God, what the hell is happening? Mm-hmm. I don't know where I am in the present or the future. And we went into the past to the land of the dinosaurs, and we're mm-hmm. looking for this Dronodon. Uh, mm-hmm. It was great. But nowadays, I mean, when you go back to the past or back from the past to the future, it's not as convincing as what it used to be, I think. Mm. So that's that's Kevin. fair. Kevin, I have a question for you. Yes, go ahead. Did the, um, on the old Countdown to Extinction, did it still have these uh, multicolored pipes that uh, yeah, they have? That never changed. That was there too? Yeah, that never okay, changed cool. because McDonald's always uh, promoted the ride, so it always has mayonnaise, ketchup, and mustard. It had the yep. chemical formula, and nobody never noticed. So it was the always the same thing. It never changed when it switched to dinosaur. Okay, so those have been in there since the original. Those have been there since day one. That right. So in over. the original countdown to extinction, the iguanodon was still present. Yes, the iguana was still present, even though dinosaur hadn't been made yet. Even though dinosaur has not been made yet, uh-huh. there was a dinosaur that we're going back to uh, save. And it was the iguanodon. Okay. Right, right, right. End of story. It was the iguanodon. That's what we wanted so we to have. we were going back to save it back then, and now the story is we're going back to capture it. Correct. That is correct. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So just to reiterate what Kevin said, if you guys haven't noticed this, uh, in the queue line, look for these pipes. They're red, yellow, and white, and they've got different chemical makeup on them. And those are the formulas to ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise because it's Kevin said the McDonald's used to sponsor the attraction. All right. And now, Kevin, you mentioned uh, sneaking in here through the boneyard or from your friend that worked in the boneyard. And that's actually our next and last little uh, did you notice section. Yes, sir. Boneyard. Okay. Yes, sir. Boneyard. I love I love bulldogs at Harmony. See you at the crossroads. <laughs> now, at this point, we probably walked like 13 miles. So this is a good place to sit down, let your kids blow off some steam. You know, you can rest your feet. But the, base, uh, the basic concept of the Boneyard, it's a fossil dig site set up for the enjoyment of children, right? Uh-huh. And in the Boneyard, off to the right, you'll see a Jeep. And behind the Jeep, there's a wall of fossils. And this is known as the xylobone. So you can actually ah. hit the bones, and it'll play notes, musical notes. <laughs> I had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah, the xylobone. Xylobone, nice that's right. I, I, did, uh, I thought that... <laughs> Xylobone. Right on. Xylobone. Right on. Right on. So one little addition here, too. There's a bulletin board that has the grad student schedules posted. If you want to know what it's like to be a grad student and what their schedules comp- comprised of, this is it. Okay. Breakfast. Dig, dig, dig. Lunch. Dig, dig, dig. Dinner. Dig, dig, dig. We dig, 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 so, dig, 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 dig. Oh, you know, you, you, you're missing a piece of that. It's like, keep digging, hope I get rich. Or just uh, put it in the article. <laughs> That's why they dig it. it. Oh, You dig it? I totally Can dig it. Can you dig it? Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's uh, that's kind of it, man. We've come to the end of our journey here. And as you're leaving Dino Land USA, you head towards the exit. Hopefully, you're leaving with a greater appreciation of the animal world. I know I am. As you head back to your Disney resort, take with you the words of Walt Disney. I have learned from the animal world, and what everyone will learn who studies it is that a renewed sense of kinship with the earth and all its inhabitants. That is very insightful and very that true. That is awesome. As a, as a person that worked 
in the zoo. I do feel more kinship whenever I do this podcast with you gentlemen than I had before I took that job. And Lee, that's why you a good travel agent, sir. Yes, I sir. totally got mm-hmm. taken on that tour all day. I mean, right? Yeah, it's it's cool, man. Like, and that's the best part about going through the park and finding these little things that you didn't know about and or maybe little hidden details you know because that's what disney's about you know it's not just oh hey come ride this ride everything's got a story everything means something there's lots of little details that you may not pay attention to and especially in this park you can really take your time slow down and find all the little details so if you guys got two more minutes we can do two honorable mentions um real quickly okay well do you have two minutes do you have two minutes you're the host sir did we notice that do you have two more minutes? All right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Go ahead, man. What, what right. you got? So in the Oasis and that, around that area, uh, you keep your eyes open for Divine. Now, I'm saying this is an honorable mention because Divine is actually not in the parks right now. Hopefully, um, that character will come back after COVID and, uh, you know, get reincorporated into the park. But it's basically like a, a figure on stilts, camouflaged, uh, got all these leaves and everything on her, and she just stands there, and then every once in a while you'll see her move, and it's just like, it's cool to watch people that didn't notice it when they finally notice her there. They're like, oh, wow, like I didn't notice this big, tall figure standing here. Yeah, she blends in quite well, and I want to say she's on stilts, right? Yeah, she's on stilts, and also her arms have stilts as well. Right, you would never notice that she was on stilts. It looks like she's part of the vegetation. Well, that's part of why. Like, it's like no human would be shaped like, oh, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Now, here's something I did not know, uh, but Divine is not an actual cast member. Um, Divine works for a company called Living World Entertainment. So she's hired from that company to be there in the animal kingdom. So what that means, actually, if you wanted to, man, you could actually book her for like a private party or something. Oh, a- can we book her for an interview? Yes. I want to book so. her for, I, let's book her for our, our Halloween party. Yeah, I want her yeah. for like, <laughs> I want her to come here and be divine. I was going to say, do we pay for a plane ticket? Because I mean, that seems like it's kind of fun, Yeah, that'd, right? no, that'd be expensive. I'll play for no. a painting. No, that, look, it's not like there's a lot going on in Orlando for her to work at right now. I'm, I'm just, just saying. I, hey, plane tickets are cheap right now. Can we describe how divine looks for for the listeners she looks fine well she's basically all dressed in green she looks like a vine she's all got leaves and everything's like that now actually and i say she there's not actually one person that performs the vine there's actually several different people that are there and every single one of them has to have a background in dance and fine arts so they rotate like a like they a rotate, cast member yeah, or a friend of a a, a friend so of there's different girls okay. there's different girls that work for this company living world entertainment i love all of them play the park you haven't met so. them yet it doesn't matter so okay he, he so, loves them i don't they're believe great. You. they're artists you love and we mm-hmm. all love so okay so you said I learned something to right there. To be loved. To be loved. And oh, be loved. what a feeling to be loved. What did, you, what did you learn, Eli? I learned because I always thought Divine was just two people, either a Marvel villain or the chick from Hairspray. So oh, that's totally uh, cool. Or the, <laughs> or, the, or the woman in line with us at Seven Doors Mind Train with the Adams <laughs> <laughs> so wrong, <laughs> but you're right. You were, you were in, you were in love. I, you know, it's okay. I um, was in love with a chest. I, I, I admit that. And this, this last little one is for you, Danny. Um, oh. at the time of the show, at the time of the show, Primeval World is now extinct. Uh, I know Yay! you guys are saddened by that. I know it's your favorite. All right. Yeah, I mean. Uh, 
That nigga is stuck on that. Let it die. Let it die. That boy's statistician. That boy know what's going on. That right. That right was evil. Bell evil. Prime evil. On one of the panels, you might have noticed there's three hitchhiking dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's a tribute to the Haunted Mansion. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful tribute. Thank you for the well, That's a good that. way to end. Um, thank you guys for your time. I hope you learned something. I hope you take this with you and, you know, explore more of the animal kingdom next time you're there. Try to find some of these little hidden gems. And that hopefully it enhances your vacation. Absolutely. Look, yeah. And, hey, uh, I've, and on behalf of myself and Eli and Kevin, we're sorry. <laughs> no, I don't apologize because he got on me for Bucky's. But look, I want to say, you know, fans, that's why you book with Lee. When this COVID stuff is over, that's why you book with Lee because he's got the heart, he's got the passion, he's got the desire to make sure you have a very enjoyable vacation because he puts himself right in there with you. Well done. And now, Lee, now let's say there's a listener out there who's lasted for this long and has information as to another hidden gem that you did not point out would would lee lastavica be willing to uh reward them with like a book with lee t-shirt or Ooh. a magic a recipe recipe or maybe cook a little meal freeze out. it send it i'll tell you this how about this how about if you've got anything that you'd like to add i will give you a shout out on my next cooking with magic show nice. i'll even let you pick the recipe if you'd like i'll oh. cook Whatever you'd like oh, to do. Yes. Alice the Lee. Alice the Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Alice right. the Lee. Alice the Lee, yes. That's how you do I it. Applause. There you go. There you go. Get the strike. That's beautiful. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that. That was a great trip through Animal Kingdom and all its hidden gems. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can get in touch, touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us the email at show at magicaway.com. You can shoot us a voicemail via SpeakPipe Widget. We can call or text us at 1815Weekend. That's 1815. Kevin Beesler in. What? 669-4226. I'm calling Val. And, of course, we have a couple of guys do things outside of the podcast. So we got Eli. Eli, tell them what you got going on. Hey, Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, what? all of it. You guys, what, what? is up? <laughs> Eli Ivory. What a great name. No, Eli do. Ivory, comic guru. You? I'm here Me. to talk about Me. you. I am here to say, check out Me? IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. <laughs> check out IvoryComics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. What is, check out what is IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Oh. Deadpool said to. <laughs> Do it. IvoryComics.com. This is right what now. I love about Let's that. Let's go out. Years ago, if I had not joined this podcast, that man would never have given me the time of day. But because I have joined 
this awesome podcast and have been part of this brethren and have been part of this Mawekin universe, even I, the comic book guru, can get a legend such as Rob Liefeld to say, hey, you need to check out what's going on on the Ivory Comics website. You know why? Because Savage Comic cannot be beat. It cannot be surpassed. You will love it. It's full color. All words, no ads. And it's free for you to read. You can also check out that. You can check out Project Gation. You can check out Molly Be Dad. And of course, you can always check out a link to this awesome podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also find me on Facebook.com, Eli H. Ivory. I'm there, and I'm going to have to apparently get out there a little more often because uh, if you're a real person, love you. If you're not a bot, not. But I'm going to get out there a little more often. <laughs> And if you've got $30 in the Cameo app, uh, Rob Liefeld will say the same thing about That's you. That's true, but you got to draw comic <laughs> books too. Thanks for that. Please cut that out. <laughs> don't kill the magic. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, sorry, that was behind the that's scenes. That's why, you know, but that's why you're my boy. I'm a, you know, I'm, like, tell you the truth, if it wasn't for this dude right over here to my left, they there wouldn't be a diamond cotton, so that's why I let him get away with that. <laughs> uh, you can also find Project Gation page on Facebook.com. You can also go to Instagram, me, Ivy504, right there, and posting up the thumbs up and the likes and the comments and all that good, making the shares. Just go out on social media, show the love, and of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, then you're just bringing me the gladness, and I just... Really love to be happy when I wake up after three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> you gladdest night in the pits over there. That's it, That's baby. Right. <laughs> and look, if you want to book a vacation with Lee, you can do so. So you can see all these Animal Kingdom treats. Here we go, Lee. Tell them how to do this. All right, just give me a call at eight three two four three one sixteen twenty one. That's eight three two. I work with ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's 832 431 1621. 832 Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Okay, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. You can uh, email me at leeatmagicrway.com. Facebook, you find me on Facebook.com slash Lost to Vika Travel. That's L A S T O V I C A Travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no pizza for your Vika. In addition, there are so many ways you can support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicourway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Away podcast, so be sure you get in touch with us today. That's it. So, Moigans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Kwaharimi. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. <laughs> I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Hey, it's Lee from the Magic Our Way podcast, and when I'm not stuffing tacos down my throat, I'm listening to the Mad Hatter Radio. Adios, amigos.